0: Bye. with me. Y'all know I'm going to break it down for you. All right. Granted, dating is difficult. In fact, dating can be so difficult nowadays that you either A, want to throw in the towel or B, you feel like you're being punished for something. Like karma is coming back in a major way. And I get you. It is absolutely horrific but most of the time I'm gonna say at least 60% of the time the issues we have with dating are issues that we create and we create those issues a lot of time from our issues so for example I have a very good friend male we have known each other for years we grew up together And he's a really cool dude. And we spend time commiserating about the dating scene. You know, he tells me about all of the craziness he encounters. I do the same. And we kind of compare notes and give each other some brotherly and sisterly advice. Well, anyway. He's a gainfully employed, divorced gentleman. Um, He has grown children, um, he works a job where he earns six figures a year, and I'm telling you this for a reason, he owns a motorcycle, two vehicles, one of them is a high-end brand spanking new Porsche, convertible at that, yeah, nice, and, um, he's a nice-looking brother, his number one complaint about dating is he always seems to run into women who are gold diggers now that's his fault I told him that and I'm going to tell you why I told him that when he meets a young woman exchanges numbers, makes contact and they agree to go out within the first two to three dates He's aware of how much money he earns, usually on the first date, he drives what do you think? Right, that convertible Porsche. So he's leading with his wallet, he's leading with his money. So, of course, it makes sense that it seems to him that he attracts women who are gold diggers or women who are primarily interested in his money or getting into his pockets well when you're leading with how much money you make the high-end car that you drive you are guaranteed to attract a certain type of woman and that would be a woman who's looking for those types of benefits in the man she's dating now i'm not saying to lie by omission I'm not saying to hide anything or to be dishonest, but come on now. There's no reason why, within the first two to three dates, that anyone that you're just getting to know needs to know how much you earn a year. Okay? And if your concern is that someone might be more interested in you for the type of lifestyle you can afford them. Other than for who you are as a person, well, then you might not want to drive your $80,000 automobile. I don't even know if that car costs $80,000 just off the top of my head, totally outside of my price range. So, you know, forgive me if I'm wrong, but you don't want to drive your $80,000 vehicle on the first date if your concern is someone only being interested in you for your money. I mean, come on now. So, ladies, we are often guilty of the same or similar things. Like my favorite conversation to have, and I'm saying this totally facetiously because I hate having this conversation. It should be dead in the water, never to be brought up again. But I love having this conversation with my female friends about fuckboys. They complain about this dude is a fuckboy. He does fuckboy things. He wants to rope her into a situationship. Well, that's her fault. Again, let me explain my point of view. Fuckboys do fuckboy things. We all know what most of those things are. You know, he never never, you know, has time to take you out on a date, if he only communicates via text message, and if his communication is always after 10pm, and always about coming by to see you after 10pm or asking you to send him pictures or sending you pictures and we are not going to get into exactly what type of pictures I'm talking about we're all adults here I'm sure y'all can figure it out but if this is what he's doing well you know what he is he's showing himself to be what he is but if you continue to entertain it If you continue to respond to his text messages, you are encouraging him. You might be responding saying no or, you know, cussing him out or what have you, but he's engaging you. And if he's engaging you, he has your attention. And if he has your attention, he can attempt to wear away at your resolve and eventually get into your house at 1130 p.m. And from there, get to your bed. The best thing to do when encountering fuckboys doing fuckboy things is not to engage. In fact, here's a thought. Why don't we block the number? Block him on social media. Don't respond. If he is not coming at you in a manner in which you wish to be approached, cut him off. If his pattern is always, I'm too busy to go out on a date with you, Even if it's a Dutch date, but I always have time to come by after 11 p.m. and blow your back out, block him. You cannot buy tickets to the circus and then get mad when the clowns show up. So, prime example of how it's not them, it's you. Then there are the things that I think we're all guilty of, men and women alike. We all have issues. Lord knows. We all have issues. And unfortunately. Those issues impact. Our relationships with ourselves. And they impact. Our relationships with others. And I'm not just talking romantic relationships. It also impacts your. Professional relationships. It impacts your familial. Relationships. So. It's. our best interest to work on our issues and i know that's easier said than done and it's hard as hell i know i've been there hell i'm still there on some levels because i mean our goal should always be to improve as individuals so we're always going to have something to work on and i'm here to tell y'all therapy is a wonderful thing it is an amazing thing if you have not taken advantage of therapy i suggest you look into it damn all of that bs therapy is for white folks damn all of that that's not what black folks do we pray about it nah Uh uh-uh Y'all keep on praying. And y'all gonna find yourselves in the same place. Doing the same things. With the same people. Still miserable as hell. Trust me. It will do you a world of good. But anyway. I digress. So we have issues. And these issues affect our relationships with other people. So if we are not in a good head. Space or a good heart space that is going to negatively affect our relationships. Let me give you an example. I have a very beautiful girlfriend. But she's been hurt a lot by the men in her life. And she has a type. She seems to gravitate towards men who ain't shit. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. She has a thing for ain't shit dudes. So she's had her heart broken time and time again. On the few occasions that she has met a guy who was a good guy, who did have her best interests at heart and who she could have built something with She's carrying all of the baggage from these past relationships. So she goes into all of her new relationships looking for the same types of problems that she experienced in past relationships. I'm sure you can imagine how that turns out. Right. It it eventually falls apart because no one likes being punished the sins of someone who came before them and you know people look at her and they're like oh my gosh i can't believe you're still single what is going on because again she's beautiful she's not only beautiful she has a beautiful spirit she has a great personality she's a wonderful friend but these head and heart issues from past relationships were sabotaging her attempts at having Healthy, happy relationships. And it took her a very long time to get to the point where she said, you know what? Something has got to be changed. And I think the change has to begin with me. And the sidebar anytime we're unhappy with circumstances, situations, and even people in our lives a good place to start looking is within. We need to, you know, look at ourselves because sometimes it could be, you know, some changes that we personally need to make that will then affect our external circumstances, environment, and the people that we find in our orbit. But anyway, the lesson from that story that I just told you is... You can be as physically attractive as you want to be. I mean, you can be absolutely gorgeous. You can be gainfully employed. You can be earning six figures, seven figures. You can have the most beautiful home. You can drive the most fabulous car. You can take the most wonderful vacations. Ladies, you can keep your hair and your nails done. Gentlemen, you can be in the gym, working it out. Six-pack abs. All of that. But if your head and your heart are not right, your relationships will never be. So, I'm going to leave you guys with this thought. Think about all of the relationships you have been in in the past. Then I want you to think about relationships that you've had professionally with co-workers, superiors. Think about the relationships that you've had with family members. And if, and you got to be honest, this does not work unless you are completely honest. And come on, if you can't be honest with yourself. You can't be honest with anybody else so a relationship should be the last thing on your mind but in each area that I mentioned professional relationships family relationships romantic relationships were there any commonalities so say you had co-workers you didn't get along with you had family members you didn't get along with you had relationships that ended Was there any commonalities between the reasons those relationships ended, the type of discord that you had in those family relationships, and the type of tension and discord you might have had in those professional relationships? For some of us, the answer will be yes. There will be some commonalities. And if that's the case, then you need to do some soul searching need to be really honest with yourself and you need to think about what it is about you that is causing this type of strife in your relationships I had to do that with my romantic relationships because they always ended the same way with me pushing dude away So I had to sit down and I had to, you know, get honest with myself. You know, what is your deal, chick? Why are you pushing these dudes away? Especially the ones that were, you know, fairly good guys. And the answer was, I had issues around emotionally unavailable men. My father was, still is, an emotionally unavailable man. And I, you know gravitated between hooking up with emotionally unavailable men or hooking up with men who were emotionally available but because I was already conditioned to expect them to be emotionally unavailable I ended up pushing them away before they could detach so yeah it wasn't them it was me and I'm telling you, if you look deep inside with complete honesty and transparency, you may pick up on a pattern that you've been falling into, which has been sabotaging your relationships. I promise you, it's going to be worth it gonna be difficult gonna be a little uncomfortable but it'll be absolutely worth it until next week y'all peace